Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. So this week we're going to be talking about the one of the biggest liars you come across in society. And that person could actually also end up being you. So we're going to talk about that today on episode 18 of the Relaxed Mail Podcast. Hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail, podcast that helps men change their relationship with themselves. I am your host, Brian, and I am a men's life and mindset coach who is here to help you understand that you don't have to suffer at your own expense. You can live your dream, and I encourage you to set, then pursue your goals. So join me as I change the mindset and attitudes of men so that they can be the leaders of their families and their destinies. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mail. Alright, so today we're talking about one of the biggest liars that you come across in today's society. And there's actually two types of people out there who are instant, you can always instantly assume that they are going to be, um, going to be liars. And those two types of people are not, <laughs> they're actually not Navy recruiters, nor are they politicians. The the two biggest liars in society are addicts, and I'm not going to go. We're not going to go into the details of what uh, of why addicts are always liars, but we're going to actually talk about the second one, which is actually people pleasers. And so, wanted to talk about 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 that today. So, why are people pleasers liars? Well, it's it's. Not as hard to explain as you, as you might think, because yeah, at first you're hearing people pleasers. Well, people pleasers are great. They're nice. They're just out there. They're just trying to make sure people are happy. They want to make sure people are pleased with, with them. And that's where the liar comes in place. They want people to be pleased with them. That, so that actually means that a lot like addicts, they are manipulators. They manipulate people to feel or try to get them to feel and to accept them by the actions that they do. Now, you may be saying, well, that's just kind of that. What, what's wrong with that? It's like, well, there's a lot. Um, a good example of a person who was, whose character was inherently a people pleaser was Julia Roberts character from Runaway Bride. Yeah. I've seen it. Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll, do, we'll have a trial about uh, whether or not I have to hand in my man card for that or not. But it was all in all, it was good. It was a good movie, but it was Julia Roberts' character didn't even know. One of the big scenes was when uh, Richard Gere and Julia Roberts are in a in a heated discussion, and and Richard Gere's character points out that Julia Roberts doesn't even know what type of eggs she likes. With one guy, it was, you know, they were scrambled. Another guy, they were poached. And another guy, they were over easy. And this other guy was this. She doesn't actually ever have, she doesn't even know what type of egg she likes. She doesn't, she's not even willing to be herself. And that's one of the drawbacks that a a people pleaser has is that they are too wrapped up in trying to make sure everybody else likes them. And so they want to make sure that they control the environment. They want to control the situation so that they can actually 
be liked and not be liked for who they really are. Um, you probably know several people who are come across having a really hard time saying no. Somebody throws a uh, uh, throws a task at them, and they say, "Well, I've got this other thing. Well, I, I really need it. Okay, okay, fine." And they they accept it. They don't won't say no. They won't set a defined boundary. Another one is people who are pers- feel personally responsible about for how other people feel. Well, he's mad at me. I made him mad. Well, no. I've, if you've listened to any of these uh, of the other uh, seventeen podcast episodes that have come out, there are. Um, you can't make a person feel anything. It's their emotions are their emotions. You can't make them feel anything that they don't care to feel. So you, that's why you can, you know, you can go watch a movie and your friend love it. And you absolutely think it's probably the biggest joke there was. And it's because your thoughts actually do create your emotions. And so because of that, you have no power over other people. Yeah, we like to to <clears throat> relegate our responsibility to our emotions over to other people. And when which is a really bad idea considering that most people don't even know what they want to feel as in, in an emotion. Another uh example of somebody who is a people pleaser are people who avoid honestly sharing their thoughts and their ideas. They don't want to admit their feelings uh, have been hurt. They don't like to don't share their ideas. They have a, they, their ideas don't are not their own. They don't want to have their own ideas. They want to have whatever somebody else, the person who they are valuing as a, uh, for a relationship they're caring more about what's happening with that relationship than what is actually happening with themselves. And another person is they feel uncomfortable dealing with conflict. So all, all of a sudden they are been have a uh, have a person who they put uh they're putting all their energy into building this relationship up and uh the person comes in and he's kind of grumpy and doesn't you know not a, a, a Pointing it to you, but you know, there's a little bit of a strife. Maybe he snapped at at the uh, people pleaser. Maybe that people pleaser is you, and he snaps at you. And you, that because he'd snapped instead of just kind of shaking it off and going, uh, well, he's having a bad day. You're feeling very uncomfortable with the fact that he's not happy with you at this very moment. That your friend or the uh, coworker that you're, you're that you're trying to please your neighbor down the street, next door neighbor, something like that. They are not happy. They bark something at you. Maybe they're having a bad time in, in their house and they snap at you. And all of a sudden it feels like that relationship has, has degraded a bit. And that causes a people pleaser some serious discomfort. Another person, uh, another example is are people who start acting like all the others in the, in the group. So you got, um, say, uh, a bunch of cowboys hanging around. You got a city slicker guy and he starts hanging around a bunch of people. And maybe the first week he dresses like he normally does, but the beginning of the second week he shows up and he's got a, He's got a Western shirt on with, you know, razor creased Wranglers on and brand new boots and a, and a, and a 10X, uh, beaver fur hat. You know, he's 
gone gone to the extreme to fit in with the rest of the uh, rest of that group. Um, and all of a sudden he starts acting a lot like him, talking like him, and even using different uh, except uh, building in the uh, the uh, the accent. He starts you know really developing that accent after just knowing uh, being with a group for you know a week or two. He's they a person who is a people pleaser is really known with trying to want to fully blend in with with the uh with the crowd that he is wanting to be a part of one of the problems that you actually face or a people pleaser faces is one they work so hard they tell themselves and others so many different lies about what's going on in their in their their world and uh, who they are that, uh, that a lot of times they lose themselves. And when all of a sudden that relation, if that relationship falls apart and they don't have somebody to look to as to who they're supposed to be, that often causes a lot of problems with them mentally. They can develop depression because all of a sudden everything they've been telling them, all those lies they've been saying to themselves and to others to try to make sure that they are accepted falls away and falls apart and all the rawness of who they really are is exposed. And that's a really discomfort, uh, full of discomfort and as, uh, and causes a lot where you causes the issue of where you've got to actually face who you really are. And that's one thing people pleasers don't want to do. They don't, they don't want to look at who they are. They don't want to look at the faults they may have. They don't want to look at, uh, at their own shortcomings. And so they, have to build themselves up so that they can be accepted into a particular crowd. When in all reality, the crowds don't give a rat's rear end as to who you are. It's not even, they really don't even care what you can provide for them. You're a more solid and better person if you can stand on your own two feet. Um, a lot of people pleasers, uh, well, I actually take, do stuff at small, uh, that are, starts out kind of small and they really start building it up. Especially if you are, yeah, act surprised. Say your neighbor down the street all brings you a, uh, a plate of cookies and you're, Oh, that's so nice. And you know, you make a big deal out of it. Well, then, you know, a week or two later, all of a sudden they're bringing a cake and they're bringing another cake and they're bringing even this something else and they're really up doing themselves they're really working hustling hard to produce these really beautiful works of uh, of uh, of culinary art and eventually you're like going dude I am still eating cakes from 3 weeks ago you've got to back off and you tell them that and that really just crushes them and so that's why a people one of the drawbacks of people pleasing is that besides for not being able to be yourself, you run a big risk of actually um, entering into depression and and other mental illnesses uh, like that. You can actually—it's a huge strain on your mental health. Also, on top of that, if with if you don't aren't able to tell anybody, no, you can't say I I, I don't have time for that. I can't do that. You're, if you don't take the time, you don't set the boundary of no, every Friday, Friday evening to Sunday, Sunday night at midnight, I am only doing X, Y, and Z. I am not doing anything work related. I, sorry, boss wants me to come in this weekend. It's sorry, boss. No, I can't. And you're going to have to accept what the ramification is. If you're capable of doing that, you will actually be 
a better person for that because you can actually set aside the set aside the 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 stress of of trying to please everybody if you're out there and you're just working your tail off and you're coming up with all these different lies and you you know you have to try the problem with a lie the that old saying is um Oh, the uh, wicked, wicked web we weave when we pr- practice to uh, to deceive. Well, a person who – and people-pleasing is also called uh, sociotropy. Sociotropy. And it's, it's a $10 word that basically just means it's a person's tendency to place an inordinate value on a relationship over personal dependence and will leave them vulnerable to depression in a uh, responsible loss of relationships. So you're, you're, uh, if you or your son or somebody you know is, is, does everything that they can to people please, that's my, you really want to work hard to start trying to say the most powerful word in the English language. It's the one word that even two-year-olds, when they're learning the language, instantly learn. And that's – it's maddening, but it's no. That there's so much power in that word, and it can protect you from so much if you're willing to just take the time and learn to stand on your own two feet instead of worrying about how everybody else feels, worrying about how – what everybody else might be thinking of you because, again, you can't control that, but that's what you're manipulating. You're trying to manipulate that person into the fact that he want, that you want them to like you. Manipulate their will and that's, there's just so much wrong with that. You don't, your, other, other people's wills have no, have their own, their own course and you have, of course, yeah, it may intermingle with the relationship of the other folks who are who you you meet with every day. But if you allow your own relationship to come out and to really bloom, those people can actually truly like you. You keep the intimacy of a relationship from actually have it happening because you're too busy manipulating the person into into doing what you will them to be you will you're trying to will them into liking you into accepting you instead of allowing who you are to to and seeing how they're allowing their thoughts to happen naturally also and when you allow those to allow yourself to be who you are and allow those your own personal actions of who you really are to shine through, then you actually start uh, developing a very deep and committed relationship. While if you are, while if you're not doing, well, if you're too busy trying to hold all these different, keep all these plates spinning in the air because you can't say no, you're liable, you're going to cause it different issues. You're going to drop a plate and that lie is going to become exposed. And then all of a sudden, because of that, those domino effects will actually come into, uh, come into play. And all of a sudden you're trying to, people are realizing, dude, you weren't telling me half the things true. You're telling me what I wanted to hear. People want to know your thoughts. They want to know who you truly, what you truly think. And it's not dependent upon what, um, not dependent on what makes them happy. 
Yeah, you've got bosses who want yes men, and those are typically tyrannical bosses who are not going to help you in any way. And so, but if you uh, if you can, it's a lot like um, on uh, Office Space. You know, the when the lead character all of a sudden is hypnotized to do whatever it is that he wants to do. Well, all of a sudden he becomes, you know, he starts really excelling because he's gotten past that, that I don't give a crap stage. All of a sudden he's, he doesn't care what other people think. He's not a people pleaser anymore. He is doing what is on his mind and he's doing being who he's supposed to be. And more people actually like that because of it. So some of the, uh, if you if you happen to find yourself being a people pleaser, which I'm I'm one, I'm trying doing working every day to try to make sure that I don't fall back into people pleasing. One of the uh, a couple things that you can do is first you got to just face the discomfort of expressing your ideas. People, you're going to give your idea, and there's going to be people who like it, and there are going to be a lot of people who don't. And those just because those people don't like it shouldn't be a shouldn't be a problem. Because that is just their opinion. You're going off of what other people's opinions of you are, and because if you're worried about uh, worried about trying to get this person to accept your idea, well, that's just not a not a good thing to to even try. But be okay. Also, if you give your idea your ideas and say somebody takes your idea, goes, hey, that's kind of I think that'll work," but then completely changes it. Again, that's not a rejection. It's the fact that they actually accepted your idea, they just tweaked it a bit to might be able to fit into the uh, to fit the uh, the needed case that is happening at that particular time. But you also want to understand that when you're lying. You've got to stop. You got to stop with the lying. One, it does not build trust. It does not make you. It is so hard to try to keep up with different lies and and keep those straight and keep the story straight. And are you telling people different stories to to make sure that they uh, to so that they like you, or are you just telling people stories because you know you don't want them to be upset with anything in particular when. It would be better to go ahead and face the the truth. Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. It's scary. I know I've lost. Uh, I've I've lost a lot of relationships because I lied, and that lie became uh, was shown the light, and the, and the lie melted away, and the truth was exposed. And it come to find out, you know, it was there was a lot of. I created a lot of distrust, a lot, and many, many times that distrust does end up causing the other person to go a different path, and that is a hard lesson to learn. But it's always a, a very, very good lesson to to know. You can't control other people. You can't control everybody. You can uh, please some of the people some of the time, but none of the people all the time. That you know that saying. That fits in with this incredibly well. You can only please them some of the time. And you, so trying your best to try to make sure everybody around you is happy is never going to work. You're going to wear yourself out. You're going to tire. You're going to cause so much, uh, strain upon your mind, body, and soul because you're giving everything to other people and you're not, you're not taking time to feed and nurture yourself. 
So don't even try to control anybody. Don't even be able to and be comfortable enough with yourself and, and who you are so that even if people, you know, they look at you and they just sneer, you should, you can actually be in a place where you can be okay. That's their opinion. Their opinion is they don't like me. Well, that's their loss. That's fine. You can be okay with people not liking you. It doesn't mean that they're going to come by and, and, and harass you continuously. And just those types of people are actually people who see something in them that they wish they had. And so they, to, to hi, help hide that, uh, that feeling, they attack it. And that is normally a very, uh, normally a very rare thing that actually happens. But also, like I said, make sure you say, you can say no. Set those boundaries. Understand what boundaries are. Set those boundaries. Hold those boundaries. And when someone passes that boundary, tell them, no, I'm not going to do that. That's, I'm, that's not a uh, acceptable thing to do right now. I'm not going to work on the weekends. I'm not going to work, you know, I've, I've got other responsibilities I have to take care of on this point, on these points that are off. Whenever I get home, kind of like uh, Will Rogers, you said, he used to have, a, from what I understand, I don't know if it's actually true or not, but he used to have a hat that he would set on the fence post outside his house. And as he came up, he would take his public figure hat off and set it on the fence post and then grab his family or off time hat and put it on. That was a very, he used that fence at his yard as a very distinct line of demarcation where he, once he got past a, uh, that point, it was no longer business. It is home time. And then whenever he would leave home, it was not home time. He wouldn't be in the home person. He would go off and be, you know, Will Rogers, the, uh, the satirist and, and, and public speaker. Uh, a lot of people have had that where they, walk home and they take off their, they'll have a hat that says uh, business hat and they'll literally take it off their head, put, hang it on the wall and grab their dad hat and put it on. And that would set them aside in time that I'm not doing business anymore. Once, once uh, quitting time happens, it's time to quit. It's time to be dad. It's time to be husband. It's time to be this other person, and you can actually do that, but you have to be able to be very strong with what your boundaries are and learn how to actually hold them. So you want to accept finally that you're, you can't control a person's emotions. The only emotions you can control are your own. And the best way to control those emotions is just to allow them to happen. So if something negative happens, uh, something, something happens that creates a thought that creates a negative emotion, then Allow that negative emotion to to happen. Look at it. Why did that negative emotion become out as that? Why did that thought create that particular emotion? And if you look at that and you study it and give it space and allow that emotion to just be there without any type of judgment, you actually find that uh, there, the reasons why you are having such a hard time with, say, uh, John over in accounting, making snide remarks every time you walk by, you can see that, well, it might, it, it reminds you of something, uh, in the past. And that something in the past, you know, might have been a, a teacher that was making snide remarks and maybe, uh, and said something that 
created the thought of of inadequacy. And because you're that line of inadequacy happened, you now, every time someone makes a snide remark, you were recalling that feeling of inadequacy. And you can then just look at that feeling and, and study it and examine it and really get a good idea and feel of it. And then when you can give that emotion a name, then you can actually just say, okay, well, we know what that, that is feeling inadequacy is. I want to, we we've allowed that to go and it allow it to 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 live its life it's faded away let's go on i'm not going to die because i feel inadequate i'm not going to i can actually choose to apply a different thought to that to that event so if someone makes a snide remark it's well, all right there's it, and there's john being john and you can carry on so anyhow so folks Go ahead now, guys. I'm going to let let you go. Uh, not really a whole lot of uh, of calls to action today, other than if you like the podcast, please uh, go to your favorite uh, go to uh, your favorite uh, podcast app and uh, do a search for uh, RelaxMail, or you can go to relaxmail.com forward slash subscribe. And I have got a list of the most popular apps out there. And you can actually follow, click on them and be able to subscribe instantly there. If you are Apple Podcasts, then also please rate and review the uh, podcast. If you're not, then go over to, uh, to relaxmail.com forward slash podchaser. And, uh, from there, you can actually even leave a rating and review there so that the folks at podchaser and, and stuff can, will know. That, uh, that I actually have uh, several listeners and they, other people can come by and see, oh, he's got several listens and several good, uh, good amount of stars. So let's, uh, let's take a listen, and that helps the community actually grow. So, folks, thank you again for uh, listening. We will see you next week. Till then, take care. Bye.